When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? I'm Rob Sestrino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of June 9th, 2022 here on News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual news. Yes, that's right. We're back here on News AF a little later in the week this week. Uh, it took a couple of days away from the podcast podcast to spend some time with my wonderful family, but I'm here now with my podcast family to talk about all of our top news stories. And here we are back here with a man who four years ago today, I spent time with at a zoo and had a great day (laughs) here with Tyson Apostle. Was that in D.C.? It was, well, I, I know that June 9th is uh-huh. Stephen Fishback's anniversary. I have like a yep. mental trick that I use to, I never forget that, that uh, this day is Stephen Fishback's anniversary whenever I okay. see it. And so happy anniversary to uh, uh, Stephen and Julia. And so, uh, yeah, we were together in Washington, D.C. four years ago today. Me, you, Jeremy, Rachel, the, uh, Rachel and Val, we went to the zoo yeah, that was great. Yeah. And it was a free zoo. Free zoo? So you, yeah. You didn't even have to look at all of the animals if you didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, when you are a paying customer at a zoo, you definitely got to see every animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get, get your fill, get your money's worth. And so here we are four years later to the day. And mm-hmm. Tyson, what's new with you? Not much. Yeah. That's it. That's really? it. <laughs> it's right. not possible. Well, we'll come back to you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, we have here with us, of course, uh, we have somebody who always has new stuff going on. It's oh, Danny dude. Bryson. Danny, how are you? Good. And what I was Cute going little to, adventurer. Mm-hmm. I was going to mention this earlier. Mm-hmm. I, have either of you read the book, um, Wizard of Oz? No. Oh, I thought you were going to say the good book. So I just finished reading it to my uh, little girl, and it's very different. Horrifying. Is it horrifying? Yeah, it's like, it's a little bit more horrifying, a little bit more action. But then Liz reminded me that they made a movie, and she's like, is this movie based on the book? Did you guys ever see Return to Oz? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, people were talking to me about it on Twitter last night. Yes. That is weird, because it is a really weird, strange movie Very and she showed me a clip horrifying, I, yeah horrifying yeah and i had forgotten that i'd seen it but then liz showed me a clip of the part where the witch removes her head in that room filled with heads i don't even remember and, that part but yeah, well, i don't remember once, any of once it. you watch it i, never you'll be like, I remember why. that part it is a weird movie does this she have at, to do with the book well, because Liz asked me if it was closely related to the book because Liz hasn't read the book. And I said, mm-hmm. and I was trying to describe like, oh, the book has like a porcelain uh, world that they travel through. The uh, it's just a, the book is a lot different, a little bit yeah. more mm-hmm. dark in some ways. And then she reminded me of that movie, and I felt like that movie lumps pretty well with uh, that whole decade of movies that we always talk about. Which, by the way, they're making another movies Willow. from the 30s. Yes. No, not no. The Return <laughs> the to 80s, Oz is a Disney 80s. movie. Oh, from the, the 80s. 80s. Yes. Return yeah. to Oz is from the 80s. I thought that was with uh, James Franco. No, it. I mean, maybe he's in it as a. What's kid, the one with James Franco? The remake of The Wizard of Oz. 121 hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's 127 hours. Okay, that's the uh, prequel. You're shorting Return that man seven <laughs> hours. Return to Oz is 1985. But it wasn't there a recent really Wizard weird. of Oz movie made with James Franco? Yeah, who it? cares? It's not as weird as this one, <laughs> which I would encourage you you go and watch because it kind of just fits in with the whole 80s movie. Yeah. Like, and do we need to read the book? Is there a book we need no, to read? No, because yeah. that's what Liz was trying to find out, if it tied into the book. Does but it? in the clips that she showed me and from my memory, I don't think it does. I just think it was like someone got high one night at Disney. Uh-huh. And they're like, you know what we need to remake? <laughs> 
but I think we could do it better. Let's do Oz. Is uh, Return to Oz the spiritual successor to Crawl, Danny? I just, that's what I'm talking about. It was like the golden age of film. And Frame Roger Rabbit, as uh, Luke in the chat points out. Yeah, exactly. What a time to be alive. Like, what, Man. It was such a blessing to be raised on these movies, which looking back, when you go back and you see Wait, things like Labyrinth or Never Ending Story, I often wonder... Why did my parents let me watch this? There was yeah. nothing else to watch. That's there true. Wasn't. Yeah, it was that was my it. parents were my parents were pretty strict. Princess Bride is another yeah, one Princess of that Bride. era. It doesn't that's really also that's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, that it's, one's not I mean, creepy. it has the rodents of unusual size yeah. and yeah. the fire swamp. That's true. And true. yeah, true. a man with six fingers. It's got some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the torture chamber. Yeah. The serpents the in the yeah. the serpents in the lake. Come on. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you're just numb to it, Danny. Numb I am, it. don't know because all the other movies are so bizarre. Yeah, that I do it think, re- yeah, Danny covering eighty movies uh, would be a good podcast. Like, like Time Bandit. I, I tried Time to watch Bandit. It, Time Bandit yeah. again, and it was just so weird. There's a few. Is Time Bandits the one with? Uh, it's the Uma one with Thurman? all. The, with Who's who? the one with Uma Thurman? Like one of her first early movies. Oh no, and she's that's like the princess. You know, it could have been Time Bandits. Time Bandits. I've never seen it. Group of thieves who steal a map from God and they travel to different times to rob people of their goods, like Napoleon. That's a big one. Mm. And they suck in this kid because to find a doorway to Uma Thurman in uh, Time (laughs) To find a doorway to the past. She's in an early 80s movie as like a princess. Hmm. It's just weird. What was the one? The Last Unicorn? I mean, there's so many strange yeah. movies. My kids love The Last Unicorn, and it is weird. We'll show mm-hmm. them the Return to Oz um, okay. so that they can What's grow up a little faster. It's only PG, but it's got... I don't think PG-13 <laughs> was invented yet. Okay. Yeah, seriously. Oh, then, good. A loophole. And then mm-hmm. when PG-13 came out, they allowed uh, nudity on it. And it was it was a pretty special time too for PG thirteen. Initially, yeah, I do remember. It was that. like, whoa, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. Hey now. Yeah. Okay. That was great. So uh, anyway, uh yeah. Eighties movies updates. Now Tyson, there I saw yeah. some uh exciting news uh regarding you this week. Are we are we allowed to to mention anything? Yeah. We mention whatever we want. Danny, did you happen to see any of the publicity photos? <laughs> Yes. Major League Pickleball. I was no, I, I commentated think, for Major League Pickleball in no, Austin, Texas this past mm-hmm. weekend. No, that wasn't it. I think that Tyson on was, CBS Sports. I was on CBS Sports commentating pickleball back on, on the Sunday. mothership. Yeah. No, no, that wasn't it. Something called the Challenge. Yeah, is that, <laughs> is that a French, French show? Is that a French, French, show? French show? Challenge. <laughs> listen, listen here. Well, you try, what, what is the show premise? Like you don't, you try to go without sexual gratification for like a lengthy period of time. No, that's not a challenge. Listen, <laughs> you know how many times people have been like, people have been like the challenge and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, what's the, what is the challenge? I was like, that's the name of the show. And they're like, and what is on it? I was like, the challenge is, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, and I was like, it, it looked really the name of the show in like the it needs. Yeah, I did. I, I didn't even recognize myself in those promo yeah. pictures. I was like, oh, who's that guy? And then they were like, congratulations, you, you made the poster. And I was like, I did. Where am I? And I was like, oh, <laughs> they airbrushed my my bun off the top of my head. So it just looks like I slick my hair back, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. So, yeah. I was trying to, I showed Dominic the poster. Yeah, he was very mm. excited about it. He's like, but dad, what is the show? And I tried to, I, I, tried to explain. I, was, like, I was like, there's like a bunch of people and they're like, fight and stuff. Then a lot of people like do partying and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not so Tyson, uh, but sounds intense. Yeah. 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 I'm a role model. He's Listen. like, I, I don't understand that. I was like, I, 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 nobody does. If nobody, if you've never seen the challenge or heard of the challenge and you're trying to explain the challenge to someone, yeah, they're like, oh, what's the, what is the, what is the challenge? So like, many things can be a challenge. Just the title of the show is the challenge. The challenge is understanding like, what it is. Yeah. And they're like, and there's a challenge. I was like, there's multiple challenges. Mm-hmm. And they're like, like, uh, like what? And I was like, well, they're like little games. 
and they're like, oh, like it's if you haven't, it's like essentially it's like Survivor. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Except for you're in a house and or something. And you can eat food probably, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you think they need to be putting more emphasis on the, should they be like really talking about it? Like this is instead of the, the challenge, not the, the challenge, challenge. Yeah. The a challenge. Yeah. A challenge I think is underwhelming. <laughs> yeah. A challenge. <laughs> Welcome to a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the challenge is already underwhelming. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, what show are you on this summer? The challenge. Yeah, but what's it called? It's called the challenge. Oh, well, the what do you do? challenge. Yeah. yeah. I it's, mean. They, they should call it, it like super challenge. Yeah, or something like uh, big brother, survivor, love child. Mm-hmm. Like oh. that would be understandable. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Should we talk about some of the top stories at this hour? Uh, all right. First off, real quick, Tyson, can we get a check in? So I've been seeing headlines of mm-hmm. the Phoenix temperatures in your area Ooh. are expected to reach over 115 degrees. Sure. Do people just spontaneously ignite like walking to the grocery store? At that uh, I don't think so yet, but you do have to be careful. You know, like little kids, you can't leave them outside. Okay. And uh, that's about it. Be close to a swimming pool or air conditioning. You know what's interesting about Phoenix is that... Oh, I'm ready for this. <laughs> I'm sure that when they first built the town, uh-huh. they should have taken note as to like, you know what? Nothing really lives here, you know? But uh, we'll just... Well, there's make a, a, city a anyway. surprising amount of wildlife, Danny. Yeah, but some of the roughest wildlife out there. Yeah, but they didn't know that at the time. And also, there was a river that runs through the Phoenix area. So you always build by water, especially back then. And best winters in the country. Hmm. Quite a statement there. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. You're, you're, Name a better place with, the, with well, I better don't know. winters. Well, I mean, I prefer snow, so... That's a matter of opinion. Do you really, though, for comfort yes, purposes and stuff? I you do. prefer some snow? Well, houses have indoor heating now. So that's not a, just like you have air conditioning. I prefer sure. snow. I don't want to go down and hang out and do what I've already been doing for the past eight months running and biking. Got to switch it up. I need a break mm. to really appreciate the summers in fall. You got to have think the there's winters. a break in Phoenix. <laughs> there's only super hot and kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. The highs in the winter get to like 60s to 70s, dude. It's perfect. Okay. Well, that's a matter of opinion. Mm-hmm. Devin Vilas in the chat says Southern California, not in the winters, bro. In the winters, Arizona has the best winters. I just think a lot of people are going to de- are going to have their own opinions. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry, Tyson. Um, but Tyson, everything's good mm-hmm. by you. You're beating the heat. No issues. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you Will know, you still go out and pickleball it up in this heat. <clears throat> yes. I already went out yesterday. It's a dry heat. Going out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's a dry heat. It's that you acclimate to it a little bit. And when I moved down here, I specifically moved down. Okay. Fine. Maximus mom said Hawaii is the best. That's where I tried to take my family was Hawaii, but Rachel said, that's too far from everything. And I said, yeah, I feel like you're getting it, but you're in it. Your, your intonation is negative. Uh, so Arizona was the con. Then she said Southern California. I was like, then I have to do like 75 more podcasts a day mm-hmm. to even yeah. be able to afford to live down there. Sure. So Arizona was the compromise. Her family's from down here. Uh, but when I moved down here, I, we moved here specifically to avoid winters because i do not like the snow and so i said because you're in arizona i know it's raging hot in the summer i will not let that stop me because i'm specifically moving down to the warmth to avoid the cold so i do everything i'll go running in 115 degrees it doesn't bother me it's good for That's you part of the challenge. Toxins out. Mm-hmm. The yeah, challenge. that is the challenge yes. yeah all right. Yeah. Well, okay. It is a hot summer, and accordingly, uh, hot dad summer. Hot dad, hot dad summer. No, hot robot oh. summer because it's Ooh. officially the summer of 
robots. Uh, it's robot is, season, baby. It's robot season between labor shortages and then also rising wages. I think that more and more companies are turning to uh, the availability of robots to help with a lot of uh, different jobs. And as you are out and about this summer, you might get served drinks from a robot bartender. Oh, if I could be so lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so no, no good, I, Danny. I'm tired on, of the Danny. robot talk. You don't want your Arnold Until Palmer. someone delivers an awesome robot, I'm tired of it. I've Listen. already spoken on this subject about how it's been underwhelming. Musk says he's going to have his robot out in September, which is a lie. There's no way his humanoid robot. His plate, Danny. It's coming out with the Cybertruck. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right. Everyone promises the robot of the future. And mm-hmm. then what we get are robots from the 80s. No, mm-hmm. no robot. Yeah. I thought you love the 80s. Yeah. Adam like Schultz said that Rocky Four already had this in the 80s. Yeah, pretty like much. Yeah, Rocky drinks. Four had a robot. Short Circuit had better robots. Dude, those than robots what we were currently dope. have. Yeah. And it's I just think like, Johnny Five made one drink. No, but he probably could have. He, could pa- he parachuted, and, though. Mm-hmm. They don't make drinks. They just carry them. Oh, no, you're wrong, Danny. Well, let me show you the There's, picture in the, the yeah. Do. yeah, the robot bartenders are are here. This actually looks pretty impressive. The drink, the the drink expeller comes I'm right out of the for Rob, leg Rob, crotch of the, okay. of the robot. It holds a glass underneath so its is, crotch. And this is according liquid. to Axios. Uh, they call this the summer of robots. A very reputable mm-hmm. publication. Axios. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, let it me is. share with you uh, a picture of a robot bartender and you be the judge. You tell me. Okay. No, I'm looking at it now. I clicked yeah. on it. No, I want to see it. Okay. Well, here it is. Okay. Here is your robot bartender of the summer. Not oh, me. Oh, no, 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 no. Because in the chat here, Maximus Mom says, I saw the sex work of robot on the news. It no. was weird. And oh, she I was thought he was going to say, saw, or they, I thought they were going to say they saw it in person. It was weird and she was pretty. So I was expecting something more humanoid. Then no. this robot, this robot is all business. Yeah, this, like, I like this business. robot. This looks gimbals. a little bit like Wally. Yeah, Look yeah. It, it has yeah. one, two, three, four, like seven gimbals as an arm. Mm-hmm. That cool. That has to be the steadiest moving arm in the world. Uh, do you think it flips the bottles in the air? I think it does everything. Mm-hmm. I doubt it yeah. does any of that. I bet it like just pulls that cup off of those. You know how some of the glasses yeah. spill from the bottom. This robot and then hands it to someone. This robot only costs eighty-seven trillion dollars, but it's a one-time fee. It's just, once you're done, you don't have to pay for any labor; just upkeep okay. of the robot. So the robot is named Adam, and so it can uh, bring sling food and booze, according mm-hmm. to this, um, and uh, can you can make drinks. Now I don't know if, yeah. it, if it like it doesn't look like it has a lot of bottles in front of it. Yeah, it's not making drinks. The drinks are being made somewhere else. And it's mm-hmm. like, here is your drink. <laughs> and then it clumsily just tries to guide the spills cup. Spills it you. on your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spills it on the floor. Spills it on its own internal circuits. Catches fire. This is in Vegas. So actually, I could possibly go check this out. Yeah. If I wanted to. But yeah. I just, I don't want to because I'm going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Okay. These robots are disappointing. All right. Well, you could be disappointed, but they're, they're, they're out they're there. They're still coming. They're, They're still there. coming. Okay. All right. Perhaps you are not impressed with the robot bartender, Danny. Uh, I know you're okay. not a big, uh, j- a big drinker. Uh, okay. Delivery robots are out there bringing people of uh, deliveries and groceries. Uh, yep. To- not impressed. Yep. Wow. Okay. The, the reason is, yeah. Rob, sorry yes. to cut you off, is that first of all, the scale of the this delivery. Um, the number of robots actually doing this is probably like less than 10. Maybe that'll say a hundred, but they already tried this and they had problems with graffiti, robot abuse. It's just, we don't have cool robots and the population is not ready for robot delivery. Hmm. I just don't see this managing to get to, well, never, it'll never work in my house. It'll only be cities. And so I'd be very interested if someone actually sees a Uber or a robot delivering something to someone successfully. But That's listen, what I want to see. If the robot is efficient enough, you only need 10 robots worldwide to de- make, cover to all the deliveries. Yeah. It's like Santa Claus. 
I'm sorry. I'm just not that the robot needs so many things. It needs better navigation, needs self-defense mechanisms, self-defense mechanisms. Yeah, it really does because people abuse these robots like an electric eel. That's just like, I mean, imagine a bunch of uh, kids seeing this robot. What are you doing to robots, Danny? Mm -hmm. People spray paint the robots. I could see people spray painting dongs on these robots. Come on. The robots will spray paint you back. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They don't have that possible. They don't have that potential yet. They need self-defense because people are just going to mess with the robots. Mm-hmm. And the robots aren't going to successfully find their way to the right house or door. For the record, though, I'm not messing with the robots. No, I don't mess with the robots. Yeah. But 13 year old me might have messed with the robots. Wow. They're coming for you. Well, I've grown. I've, I've matured evolved. and yeah, yeah I've matter. evolved and now I'm so pro robot mm-hmm. that I'm disappointed by the lack of good robots. Listen, right. Danny's dream would be a robot that was uh, not necessarily self-made, but inherited a bunch of money only to become a multi-trillionaire. That's the kind of robot Danny wants. People like to tickle our a billionaire robot Danny? spots with robot talk, right? It's like, mm-hmm. it is clickbait. Like, Oh, the robots are here. But when you really dig down into the details, it's very, very. Yeah. Underwhelming. Under, underwhelming. Yeah. Well, and so that's how flying cars are, except yes, the flying exactly. cars are not or even here. Shoes. The yeah. only robot that to me makes sense is the, the robot dog. There is potential. It's not quite there, but I see it having potential, especially. In you like think it could feel love? Oh, no. I think you put a gun on that thing and now you have a robot that can do something. <laughs> Other than that, the, those dogs are the old, those Boston dynamic dogs are the only ones that uh, to me are getting there. All the uh-huh. other robots are just stupid little distractions. Hmm. What about a robot wow. dog that would take care of my real dog? <laughs> <laughs> that's like, I would good. be great, oh, but it's dog. not like, there Clean yet. up the poop, like take it outside, feed it, love yeah. it. Like tell it like, it's being bad, like uh, like yeah. get off the furniture. Understand you are that being dogs bad. You have three seconds. Mm-hmm. You have three seconds before. Now. Like I'm getting dad punishment. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting dad. Mm-hmm. And then he's like Rob, Rob, <laughs> Rob, 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 and tell you finally. I I will be surprised if any of us. On the during the summer of robots, actually come across a robot. All right, completing bet, a task. Bet. All right, what do we do? Okay, first, so what? First person to come across a robot completing a task, what do they get? Oh, uh, some mediocre amateur merch. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Something. Uh, yeah, I the can, winner. I can is, the winner. The other guys have to buy their merch. Now, listen, you can't intentionally pursue a robotic uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just living whatever. my life. Like, just yeah. living your life and you just have to be ASU like... you at the robotics department. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. You have to be all, like, it's what? the honor system. It's, it's the, honor the honor system. system. Honor system. Don't, well, say, you, don't see a robot. Don't say anything. Listen, also, I'm part- telling you, Go and ahead. so you know about my honor, BYU is all about the honor system. I went there for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And then I quit before they could kick me out mm-hmm. because I'm honorable. Yeah. So the honor system is up and running right now. Mm-hmm. And also part of this is you have to see the robot and you, I, I think you should have to follow the robot and make sure that it's successful. Cause that's my complaint is that sure you can send a robot out to do something, but in this day and age, it's not, it's the, the, these tasks are too complicated for a modern day robot to complete. Okay. To go back to Rob talking about the Boston robotics dog taking care of his real dog, uh, Lorraine okay. in the chat says it's kind of like Goofy taking care of Pluto. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so we've decided that Goofy is a dog and Pluto is also a dog, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but one can stand and talk and move about and the other one's a pet. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's so right. weird. Yeah. <laughs> But that's like, it's like almost like Planet of the Apes style stuff. We should write a movie that has walking, talking dogs, but also has pet dogs. Mm-hmm. But that's like the only existences. Sounds like a dystopia. It really does. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Let's talk about a story that a lot of people sent our way about a brand new attraction for nature lovers out there and perhaps mm. one on this panel. It's called Mountain Dew Outpost uh, and it is going on in uh, the mountains of Tennessee where outdoor lovers can visit this Mountain Dew Outpost and check in to try a variety of Mountain Dew flavors on a mountain. Now, Danny, you love mountains and you love Mountain Dew. Have you ever made that connection before in your mind? Could be. Uh, the, uh, but I think you've stumbled across the great reward for actually seeing a robot completing a task in public is maybe a trip uh, to the Mountain Dew outpost. Hmm. It, has activities supposedly i think side by sides whatever utvs whatever you call them yeah it has a huge um you can sample all sorts of exotic dew the one problem with mountain dew and they've really gone overboard with this problem is the color they choose is so ugly and i know it's the color of the actual drink which maybe says something, you know how sometimes we're biologically programmed not to do something because somewhere in the past, our ancestors learned like, Oh, that's terrible. What if this color is meant to dissuade us from drinking it, but we kind of been able to override that. Cause it's a bad color. Look at the color of the building. No building has ever been less inviting than that building right there because of the color. <laughs> and it's gotta be some kind of like ancient thing where it's like something deadly happened to our ancestors that involved that color. Mm-hmm. And we're just ignoring yeah. it. So the Mountain this- Dew is like this, uh, bright green, uh, yeah. maybe the evolutionary turnoff is that it's not ripe yet. Yeah. It's not yet. <laughs> the great observation, Rob, that could very well be it. Mm-hmm. That is an ugly outpost. They could have made that. They could have like, chosen uh, stay away from this color until it uh, gets yeah. a little greener or yellow. There's tons of Mountain Dew color schemes, like Live Wired. They could have gone with that. I feel like that would have been you just more share awesome. The Mountain Dew Outpost, uh, so you can get a sense of what this building looks like. Yeah, it's uh, their mixture, their famous mixture of green, mm-hmm. like a toxic-looking green. Like actually, that green that they use is uh, was used in all the comic books I read in my youth to represent toxic waste. It was like a very <laughs> similar green. Yes. Yes. So yeah. I feel like you toxic know, waste was talked about a lot more when we were kids. Oh, totally. There was always bar- barrels of it everywhere. Yeah. Ninja Turtles, even. Uh, yep, that's right. That movie starring Chevy Chase Fletch. Yeah. And the Mountain Dew, they've honed in on that green that uh, spilled out of those barrels that the turtles rubbed yeah. themselves around in. They must so, have fixed all the issues with that. So that's probably what we don't hear about it anymore. Yes. But the Tennessee is the birthplace, if I remember correctly, of Mountain Dew, which is exciting. Mm. I think it's toxic waste. <laughs> made a couple of barrels buried under some mountain that they're just secretly milking and putting into the drink. But you can go there and you can do hikes, um, nature hikes. I think they have mountain biking. And if you love Mountain Dew more than the average person, this is the place to be. Mm-hmm. So exciting. Yeah. It reminds me of the Mavericks in Utah. Yeah. Rob, I don't think Mavericks are, exist outside of Utah. No, so I don't, I don't know, that. know. But they have like, they're called the outpost, I think, or like Adventure's First Stop, Stop or something like that. And they're gas stations. They're gas stations. They encourage like outdoor adventure. You send in your videos and they play them at the pump of people doing outdoor stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very much it's, like this. Wow. It's what motivates Danny to get out. So I was like, like, oh, I was sedentary. I had this lifestyle of like sitting around eating Cheetos and watching uh, Netflix. And then I went to get my gas. I was like, I could do this. <laughs> I was inspired by the video at the gas pump. Yeah. So, <laughs> so where you can try out some new flavors at the Mountain Dew Outpost. Uh, one of the new flavors uh, dropping this summer might be of interest to you, Tyson. Uh, pickle flavor Mountain Dew uh, is going to be launching. Uh, could that be the new official drink of pickleball? Yes. Yes, do you I like think so. pickles, Tyson. Uh, I like pickles just fine. Sure. Will you, um, just eat a pickle out of the jar, reach your hand into that brine and just grab a salty pickle. Um, 
No, maybe. it sounds like no, mm-hmm. maybe. Well, I don't think pickled Mountain Dew. I tried fiery Mountain Dew. How was that? And I gave some to my kids as a joke. It was, um, it was interesting. It tasted normal at the beginning, and then it had this slow burning fire that developed in the back of your throat. <laughs> mm, yeah. So, so if you like, uh, that's probably at this place. That's probably one of their adventurous flavors. Yeah, I've never had a hot drink uh, that I feel like that. You, so you would have a drink. I feel like to quench your thirst. Uh, yeah. And you have a fiery drink to torture yourself. The world yourself is upside down. What do you do? You throw that bottle away and get the <laughs> usual stuff. The usual stuff. Yeah. I mean, why are they messing with perfection, Danny? I think they keep people interested. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you have. If you want attention, if you want the media to pay attention to you, especially in this day and age, I mean, it's 50% of what we cover. You have to come up with wild and crazy flavors, flavors. and mixtures. Yeah. I mean, whatever happened to just uh, plain old Mountain Dew just because you like what it tastes like? Yeah. Maybe uh, we should write a strongly worded letter to Mountain Dew. And, hey, like, dude, just keep it simple. Don't lose your ties to the past there in Tennessee. When what's his name developed Mountain Dew in his bathtub, mm-hmm. shared it with the neighbors mm-hmm. and it just took off from there. Yeah. We don't want to be totally the old guys of Mountain Dew, but come on. <laughs> yeah. The old timers. <laughs> yeah. So if I, if I'm in Tennessee, I would probably go check this out, but just for you guys. Mm-hmm. What if we get a deal for you? Like, let's say we get a sponsorship thing where Mountain Dew like hires yeah. you to go out. And sign autographs at <laughs> the outpost. You have oh, to make it or make it your home base. You have to make it your home base. Uh, no, I can't. Not even for a nominal fee? No, the, those are hills out there. I need mountains. <laughs> Sorry, I, that's a shots fired, I know, but... I, wow, Tennessee coming for you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> They do have great trails. I hear endlessly about their trails. So they I do mean, have good trails. They just don't go very high. Mm-hmm. Backpedaling. They've got something, and now they got the Mountain Dew Outpost. They've got lots of good stuff there in Tennessee. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we know Danny's drink of choice is a Mountain Dew, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, this uh, story actually raises a question of, do flight attendants hate it if you order yes. a <laughs> They hate it. They hate it. Um, yeah. Do they hate it if you if you order a diet Coke on an airplane? Oh no, that's fine. Because according to this, this is a tiphero.com. Mm-hmm. They say that uh, according to a poster uh, on on the uh, forum that says uh, soft drinks foam up when they're poured out of a can. The worst culprit of this is Diet Coke. Uh, you have to sit there and wait for the bubbles to fall before you continue pouring. If all three passengers ask for Diet Coke, uh, the flight attendant will get them started, then take three more drink orders, serve those, and then finish the Diet Cokes. 100% correct. Oh. Have you ever especially warm Diet Coke, tried to drink it, it instantly turns to foam and whatever carbonation. Like the minute it touches your tongue. Yeah. It's the worst drink ever. On a plane or at any altitude? Anywhere. Anytime you're like, oh, I'm really thirsty. The last thing you should grab is Diet Coke because those first couple gulps will be nothing but carbonation and foam and fuss. And hear me out. It is yes. the most popular drink probably on an airplane. No, I think uh, when you're, is that I think why there have been there. so many flight delays this summer? Is there too many people ordering diet? No, cokes? I know for certain that that is not the reason it is airlines being fighting pieces of shit. Oh, oh and passengers <laughs> yeah. fighting. It's just airlines being big, huge pieces. Are they of shit. fighting over the diet Coke? Uh, no. That would be a reason to. F- I could see people fighting over that. Mm-hmm. I think if the airlines were wise, they would blame it on that. But instead, they're just like, uh, sorry, we screwed you all again. That's just the way it goes. Wow. Delta, American Airlines, Southwest, and all. We don't care about you. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we have got a little bit of a delay going on. It seems like uh, too many of y'all are ordering uh, Diet Cokes and uh, we can't really, land. <laughs> uh, slowing down the drink surface. So uh, we're going to be a l- three we're gonna be circling up four here. hours delayed. Yeah. 
<laughs> Welcome, everybody. I know it's about time to board. We do have the plane ready, but we know you're ordering Diet Cokes. So that's going to take us 19 hours to de-ice this plane. It's 132 degrees outside. Good luck. We'll we're, have sandwiches to you in the next six hours at the gate. We're defoaming the much. Diet Cokes uh, to prepare for y'all to get on the plane. So uh, <laughs> it's going to be a minute. Oh, they have a counterpoint from another flight attendant later in the uh, article yes. saying that this is not true. And that we, although it sounds like it might've been written by a, an airline, we do or not Diet hate Coke. serving yeah. Diet Coke, nor do we hate serving passengers. Oh, oh no. That, One that, of those that, is not true. That, that is, uh, that, this is has to be written by someone in the PR for a, yeah, a flight. One of those or, is or even passengers in general. For the record, I drink Diet Coke both as a flight attendant and mm-hmm. as a passenger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So there you go. Okay. The well, opposing point of view. Yes. I will ask uh, Teresa Cooper of the uh, Talking with T-Bird podcast mm-hmm. that I do. She is a professional flight attendant. I'll ask her if this Diet Coke myth is true or not. Yeah. And, and also we'll the answer. People in the chat are saying it, but I've known it my whole life. You paid for that ticket on the airplane and they're yeah. screwing you over every single which way you get on an airplane. There's still ashtrays built into the bathrooms, but they've crammed 15 more rows onto the plane. They're not up there. The only thing they're updating is how to cram more people on there. You can ask for the can. You can ask for extra snacks. Like I was on a Southwest flight last week from Austin and the Southwest snacks were just hitting so hard for some reason that day. They were like the, the, uh, Grolladini's or whatever. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. With the pieces of bark. Yeah. That <laughs> they were like that snack mix. And for some reason yeah. it was tasting so good and I wasn't even high or anything. It just tasted mm-hmm. good. So I like went to a flight attendant. I was like, can I get some more of those snacks? They just hit, hit good. I didn't eat breakfast. That's probably it. And they just went back and grabbed me like four more bags of that and handed it. You can ask for whatever freebie they have. Ask for more of it. They'll give you more if they Yeah, you paid $1,000 for that four-hour flight. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Plus, they probably burned up 17 uh, extra hours of your time just by like, like, that's the other thing too. It's like anytime you're late for a flight and they're like, oh, it's going to be six hours. You're like, okay. But that's at least 10 diet Cokes. Six hours, <laughs> six hours times. I don't know, $1,500 an hour or whatever your rate is. That's a lot of money that you are just wasting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Waste their time with some diet Coke. Defiz exactly. Time. And try and waste some money too. Like I will take every and any opportunity to waste an airline's time or money. Or you always most. take the vomit bag when you leave. Maybe some of the complimentary magazines. I, I leave the garbage in the seat well so that they have to clean it themselves, even though they ask you to clean it. The thing is, you're taking it out on the wrong people. Sure. But every single thing that the airline has to take more time or money to do because of me. Well, I yeah, the CEO was coming down and cleaning the planes. After <laughs> sure. It would be worthwhile. Sure. But all you're doing is giving that uh, poor person who's getting minimum wage and comes in after you clean. I mean, could you imagine if the flight attendant uh, got on and say, all right, and uh, in an effort to uh, get to the next flight turnaround more quickly, uh, the cleanup uh, is going to be conducted by our CEO. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know how many people would be shitting on their seats and stuff? They'd just be like <laughs> all over, just pissing like everything. Like I, I'd be purposely trying to puke on the carpet just to like be like, "Here you go, sir." Wow, Tyson, yeah. so much what? hatred. I'm just trying to get I, that I, private I just life. I a strongly worded letter on a cocktail napkin and, and yeah, you would. To him on the way out. <laughs> this is for you, sir. None of that affects them. They mm-hmm. already know, Rob. Do you think that they don't laugh every time they're like, here's another strongly worded letter on a cocktail napkin. And they're like, oh, we're doing it right then. Mm-hmm. If our customers aren't raging, seething, mad at us, we haven't done it correctly. <laughs> yeah. I have an interesting story to talk about. Uh, This is a a first from what I've heard of. Uh, And so this story involves uh, now this is the story. It's uh, it's not a happy story. Okay. uh, This well, it starts. I mean, starts off. You be the judge on uh, the ultimate outcome. Okay. So there is a, was a woman in Kansas city uh, who was engaged in some adult relations with a man 
who but she's also an adult. She's also an adult. Two Fine. two consenting adults mm-hmm. apparently okay. had adult so relations so in a car. Okay, that's the you know so far Ooh, so what good. kind of car? Um, uh, he's, let me see if I can find that out for you. Okay, okay. so uh, a- afterwards, uh, mm-hmm. the woman realized that she had been infected with sexually transmitted disease. Oh, uh, that's H- no bueno. HPV that the man knowing knew he had and knowingly transmitted without disclosing his status. Okay. We should uh, give him a disease now. Very bad. Very, uh, uh, you know, so yeah. that's a, that's a whole different, uh, story. The woman mm-hmm. was able to say that this, because this happened in the car, that she included the car's insurer uh, as somebody that was going to be sued for damages because the man was insured in this car and this happened to her in said car. And now Geico is paying her $5.2 million in damages. Well, that's what is this true? has been awarded, but Geico's going to fight this and she'll mm-hmm. probably end up getting like a much, much smaller sum. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this does to the rest of the car industry, though. <laughs> like, what other things can't I have people do in my car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that some activities, maybe that'll become part of your agreement. Like, what activities do you plan to do in your car? I and, think Geico just was caught flat-footed on this. I don't even think they knew that this was that this could happen. I'm just saying, next time you buy insurance, are you going to be asked, will you be uh, engaging in sexual congress with others inside this car? And if you do, will your monthly rates go up? Mm-hmm. I think that could be a future question if this really goes all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, the insurance company, uh, they appealed, uh, they said that the process denied them to have their ability to have their day in court and their appeal was denied on all points. Oh, you're telling me that it really is a $5.2 million settlement. They're ordered to pay 5.2 mil. This is insane. Yeah. This, I don't understand how this happens. What, what? What responsibility does Geico have for any of this? That they, I guess. Who who is the jury in this situation? (laughs) What is going on? How how is this possible? I don't even like insurance companies or, you know, but still. I don't even know how they had the idea to go after Geico. Like, uh, like. Is this uh, lemon guy? I I don't know. (laughs) It's raining out. I I feel like that the lawyer must say, okay, like, look, okay. This might sound a little crazy. We're going after Geico. The woman said, what? God, really? You could do that? Yes. Dude, I, this is, this should not be allowed. Everybody's rates are going to go up. Yeah. If you've got Geico, get rid of it now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have Geico. Well, your rates are going to go up because of stupidity like this. What happened to her was terrible, but Geico wasn't there like filming it from the front seats, you know, right. like, egging now, on the guy. Now, if the guy had some sort of a personal like uh, injury, like, if, hey, if I get sued, you know, he has some sort of like uh, personal liability insurance. Uh, I see that more than his car insurance. This is just no, no. Yeah, Bear Down says maybe the guy had really good coverage. <laughs> That base, uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like the guy that takes uh, precaution around every turn. <laughs> yeah, Rob, you have Geico. Is this like a? Can you get personal limited liability? I, I I don't know. Well, you should look into your policy read because what if you're print. covered? Yeah, like all the other things you're covered for. Mm-hmm. Urinating in public. Um, I don't know. You should check though. You probably have tons of coverage for things you didn't even understand. Yeah, uh, this is so- stupid. It's, it's, it's wild. It's, I mean, I see how they got there. Mm-hmm. I honestly like the don't, lawyers, Tyson, please. The law team. You don't see how, I mean, like, you know how lawyers are. They're sitting around in a team. They're like, okay, who can we go after? How can we go after? Who has the deepest pockets? Who has the pockets yeah. to get us paid for the thing we want to do? And that's it. So I think they like, Yeah. I see this becoming mm-hmm. a uh, streaming service movie within six months. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I guess it really could, like if somebody is in your car mm-hmm. and they sustain an injury in your car and you are not driving, um, like I guess that you know, uh, basically, are you are you liable for any injury that happens to a person in a car, whether you it's a driving injury or not? Uh, I would say probably mm-hmm. if, but I mean, do, yeah, I don't know. Do you know how I many, don't know. This isn't some isolated incident. There are tons of people I'm guessing mm-hmm. having relations in cars. Mm-hmm. Like not, you don't know by experience or watching mm-hmm. people. I've heard rumors. Okay. I mean, are they going to pay? There's all sorts of things they could pay for just related to people banging in cars. Mm-hmm. Like that, that opens a whole new can of worms. Yeah. So you're if, thinking homeowners insurance will then also yes. start becoming an issue. Rental insurance. Now you have to like, there has to be like a carve out for this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I guess that is true. I don't know if in a homeowner's insurance policy, I don't know if you're covered for bodily injury. I feel like it's more more that that if something happens to your home, I don't know if somebody like falls in your house, if that's covered by homeowner's insurance. Yeah, that's what Tyson's saying, though. If if someone gets hurt in in your house, now can they go after your homeowner's insurance, whoever covers that? We need an insurance expert. We need an insurance expert. But I I feel like that car insurance covers Mm -hmm. like bodily injury. And I don't think that homeowner's insurance, like the standard policy, I think it insures like the actual property of your home. I don't think it, it necessarily insures like if somebody falls in your home. Okay. Mm. But we'll see. I'm sure we'll get a lot of uh, emails uh, telling us the details of that. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Danny, are you ready to take us to your bolt hole? I'm so ready, guys. Okay. Oh, man. Right, let's go let's visit. get in there. Go visit Danny in the bolt hole where no personal injuries ever happen. Here's Danny's bolt hole. Welcome to my bolt hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yes. Do you guys spend a lot of time getting your kids or teaching your kids to say please and thank you? And we try. I know. It's like a never mm-hmm. ending process. And I actually read something a while ago that said some people are beginning to think that please and thank you aren't important in society. But I personally think that it's like social lubricant <laughs> mm-hmm. and that it, you know, it kind of it helps the gears turn. And finally, I have some research to back that up. And I'm sure you guys saw this article because it was kind of everywhere. This I didn't. That, but I've out. always believed in I didn't manners. See this. Yeah. Yeah. Came out of the University of California, San Diego. And it just talks about using simple phrases like thank you can help reduce stress levels in the workplace, which totally makes sense. Makes sense. Right. It's kind of like this soothing statement you can say that everyone appreciates and makes everyone, you know, just feel a little glimmer of like hope in society. Like, oh, he said, thank you. That's so nice. Or please. And finally, we have science to back up, uh, or at least for me, to back up what I've always kind of assumed was the case. So I'm not saying this wasn't one of those studies that didn't need to be done. Right. Because some studies don't need to be done. We all understand why certain things happen. But it is nice to have this. This is why this survey was done is because then the survey people are like, oh, it it teaches them. It's like when Danny went on a Mormon mission and he thought he was converting people. But in all actuality, he himself was the one being converted. And this is like that. By the Scots? Yeah, this is no, by yourself, by being like, oh, this sucks. And then being like, oh, okay, now I am. A man of faith. Actually, I did have an experience about thank you and please. Um, when I was in high school, I used to not say either of those things because I just assumed like I need that. Like, hey, 
give me that thing, right? Like, wow. let's just say. And finally, someone said to me, "You never say please or the thank magic you." A word. friend of mine. Yeah. And I hadn't was really it, thought it about me? it. Yeah. No, no, it was a different friend. This is in Who? high school. Uh, Scott Sumption, and okay. he pointed it out, and I realized, you know what? That's true. And ever since that moment, I, I started. I, the, I said, I told him, "Well, why should I say I need that? Like, why should I have to? Let's just reduce the amount of words I have to say and just get right to the point. That's what I need. Can you give it to me? You know, we don't need to add extra things on like thank you or please. Mm-hmm. But after he said that, I actually started to use it. And now I try to use it all the time because yeah. I'm hoping it'll cancel out all the other times I'm a giant jerk. Yeah, it does. You know, all the times I've ordered Diet Coke. If I ordered Diet Coke on the plane, but I say please, I've seen you in you. public enough to know that no matter how many please and thank yous you say, you'll never be able to cancel. Yeah, that. but I try, Tyson. <laughs> okay. I'm trying. Well, let's try it, Tyson. If there had been more pleases and thank yous on your mm-hmm. domestic air flights, do you feel like that that would have helped the situation? No. I am a big believer of please and thank yous. I always have been. I feel like people are much friendlier to me when I show gratitude Mm -hmm. and say please all the time. Even on flights, I do that with any interpersonal interaction I have. If there is a moment I need to say please or thank you, I definitely do. I also try to remember names as much as I can for that same purpose. Oh, yeah, that's really good. And I feel like... Part of the reason I have gotten as far as I have in life is those few Be things, nice. honestly. Yeah. I- I was in a Taco Bell drive-thru because I just assumed that everybody says please or thank you or they try to be nice. Uh, I was in a Taco Bell drive-thru and the person taking my order, the woman taking my order asked me how my day was, which is, you know, like, how's it going? Sometimes they do that. And so I asked how their day was. And then when I got to the window, I asked her, do many people return that question? And she said, actually, most people don't. And it was kind of surprising because I just would have thought like, oh, that's what we all do to kind of like yeah. get along in society. But you have to, I guess there's a large portion of the population that don't return what niceties. Is that the way to say mm-hmm. it? Uh, uh, or at least not as many people as I thought. So, yeah. No, you, you have to have those niceties. Let's keep society lubed. With it takes police. a lot of people off guard too. They're like, oh, well, thank you. Oh, like, what a gentleman. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Excuse <laughs> me, sir. Saying? How are you doing? I yeah. have a question for you. And then they're yeah. like, wow, that was, he first inquired of my day, said, excuse me. Then he asked the question and now he's going to say thank you at the end of it all. Uh, TKMG says uh, in the chat, in Finnish, we get right to the point without all that useless chit chat. There's even no <laughs> word for please in Finnish. Danny, maybe you need to move, yeah, I need to move there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe yeah. that's the place for me. So Tyson, would you say that as uh, the uh, deterioration of polite society uh, continues uh, at an accelerating pace? uh, I'm skyrocketing. Do you feel like that please and thank you are actually more powerful than ever before? Yes. Tyson's like the cream rising to the top. But I think, uh, no, I think to everybody, I think everybody's going to recognize that more and more. Yeah. It's going to come back. No, I think that because uh, I, I, at first I was like, well, maybe the younger generation won't appreciate that, but I think they will. It just shows like a little bit of like, you know, common we're all in this together. And interest yeah. and we're all in this together type of deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I am a believer. I, I think that it's the, the way to go. I feel like that there are like more and more people that feel like, uh, hey, I shouldn't have to say please. Yeah, that's kind of what the, the article I referenced a while ago about younger people kind of getting rid of it. That's what it was. It was kind of like along my, my thinking, like, why should I have to use this? This is such a waste. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's just get right to the point and get what I want. Right. But uh, people do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. They sure do. Okay. I mean, I scream at my kids enough that I, it must be worth it. <laughs> I'm, I'm more mean to them than it, it is to nice, not than it is nice for other people to hear them say, please. Thank you. <laughs> it's like right now it's not a, you know, a, a great exchange rate. There. But you think in, in the, in the future, scheme it'll, of things, it'll be a net positive. Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Danny, anything else this week? Yeah, hopefully uh, headed up back up to try and climb uh, Rainier again here in the near future. Rainier future. Again, didn't you already do it? We tried and failed due to weather. Well, so, going to go up and give it another shot. Yeah, and you're like the little engine that could. 
Yeah. Well, you know, it just bothers me until I can complete it. It like yeah. just gnaws at the back of my mind mm-hmm. now, no, every day. I'm like, Oh, I didn't do that. I got to go do that. Yeah. I'm a failure as a husband and a father because I, yeah, society thinks I'm a loser until <laughs> I get this. This is the only thing that gives my life for meaning. I've got to go get out there and crush that mountain. Okay. All right. Rob. Yeah, I uh, didn't ever comment on how great your facial hair looks right now. Oh, thank well, you. I appreciate it, Tyson. Yeah, yeah, it just looks. What is nice. this time and in defined. the? Does he always have that? He probably does, but it just looks like extra pronounced today. Maybe very wise. You look yeah. very wise. It's been a couple of days away from the podcast. That's what it'll do. Wow. Yeah. Well, maybe you need to take more days away from the podcast <laughs> if you're going to come back looking this great. It's a good idea. Let me just write this down. <laughs> take a note. <laughs> yeah, take a note. Tyson, you have anything fun coming up this week? Um, yes. I have my photographer coming into town to take a bunch of uh, photos of me with my partner's gear on, Fila and oh. Gamma. And I think you're talking about Light. Rachel. No. And then, uh, what's the what first else? episode of the challenge gonna well, be on? July 6th. July 6th. Yeah. So 9 30 PM. Dude, what kind of, what kind right of challenge would you be doing? Just uh, a challenge or? Yeah. So basically, what it is is a show. It's called The Challenge. And what just we do one on challenge? it? Challenge? Every episode is a challenge, but it's okay. not called a challenge. It's called The Challenge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First episode Survivor Survivor I think was already taken the name Survivor was already taken. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would it make more sense if it was called The Challenges plural? Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, The Challenges. Yeah, that would be or something just like not generic, not like just like mm-hmm. a regular word. Uh for some reason it's just very confusing for people who have never heard of The Challenge to be like what challenge? Mm-hmm. What is it on? on Where will it be showing? Can I watch this? CBS. It'll be on CBS. Will it be free? Is that free to watch it on it, CBS? Uh, um, if you have antenna, it's free. I have to go get an antenna? If you want to watch it, it for free, Danny. Otherwise, you have to pay for cable. Sounds like I have to pay for an antenna. <laughs> uh, I think you, I bet you could watch it online on CBS.com. See, that's what I'm wondering. Day. Okay. That's what I'll try. I only watch shows that Tyson mm-hmm. is in. Otherwise yeah. not interested. So mm-hmm. All yeah, right. that's the same with me. <laughs> nice. All right. Anything else, so, Tyson? Um, I don't think so. I think I'm actually home this week, uh, but I got to get some pickleball in and, uh, that's it. And then tomorrow, no, next week. Next week, though, I am going somewhere top secret. It's top secret. Oh, oh. okay. Nice. All yeah. right. Well, Rob? Yeah, not a lot going on for me uh, this week. Kind of, kind of a light week uh, for me uh, this week. But, of course, uh, check out everything we're doing over on robhasawebsite.com. All right? Why is it such a light week? I tried to build Coming in a to... week. I tried to build in a week uh, where I wasn't going to podcast too much. But oh, I still, man. Yeah, this is a little... So chill. I'm, I'm trying. You know, we've basically been uh, going, going, going uh, all through 2022. So try to take a little bit of a lighter week this week. Yeah, I get you. Mm-hmm. I try to take light weeks every week and then it ends up not out how <laughs> yeah. I wanted it it's to. It's not as easy as you would think. All right. So we'll be back again next time. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.